When the looting took place on parts of Chicago's south and west sides earlier in late May, different responses emerged out of black neighborhoods. Some people thought more police officers should have been in those communities as a form of protection. Other people did not. Black residents living in black neighborhoods have a complicated relationship with police. And as calls for massive change in public safety are gaining traction, those relationships must be reexamined. WBEZ's Natalie Moore has our story. No one in black neighborhoods wants police killings or police brutality. That's a given. But George Floyd's death at the hands of Minneapolis police is bringing greater attention to the defund police movement in Chicago. The unarmed black man's killing inspired a recent protest of that name in Union Park. Floyd's death shook loose raw emotions that black Chicagoans have too often felt when black people here were killed by police. For a decade, Chicago activists emphasized that police reform isn't enough. They want to defund the police. Oh my gosh. The poss- First of all, the possibilities are, are endless. South Shore resident Charlene Carruthers is an organizer for the Movement for Black Lives. I talked to her from Minneapolis where she's supporting organizers there. Defund the police is still a mystifying term for many, but in short, it means taking money from a police department that is 40 percent of Chicago city budget and reinvesting those funds in other things like education and fully funding quality public mental health care services for everyone, housing, affordable and frankly, for many people, free housing. Activists also question whether sending armed police officers is the most appropriate response to situations that involve social issues, from homelessness to sexual assault to domestic disputes to mental health episodes. Northwestern University sociologist Mary Patillo has studied Black Chicago neighborhoods for 25 years. Patillo observes the relationship between Black communities and the police as complex because the people who live in them are complex by socioeconomic status, gender, age. And that complexity within the Black community leads to multiple experiences and thus positions about the usefulness of the police and how much police we want. Despite those relationships, Black residents harbor doubts. Policing in this country has roots in slavery and protecting white property. White people who call the police on people for a living while and being Black takes a toll. According to the Cato Institute, 68% of white Americans have a favorable view of the police. For black Americans, it's 40%. That's still a sizable number with a favorable view. Patillo says the relationship is also complex because of what else is happening in black neighborhoods. Everything from lack of jobs and how how that lack of jobs leads to burglaries and personal robberies and those community level problems are things that we then want need some protection from as well. <laughs> we also know that even as victims, we are not often treated with the kind of respect and dignity that victims should be treated with. In Chicago's Black neighborhoods, regardless of income, residents often engage with police at beat meetings and the like. They work within the system handed to them. Patillo has attended her share of those types of meetings. She's witnessed residents demand better city services, and that includes demanding better policing. Carissa Parker is a Washington Heights resident who routinely engages with police officers through her neighborhood volunteerism. We sit in her backyard where she recently planted flowers and has bamboo lanterns. 
Her 20-something-year-old son is now a police officer, so she formed a CPD group of black moms to help foster community partnerships. She also appreciates the presence of police officers at Morgan Park High School, where she is president of the local school council. At Morgan Park, we love our police officers. They're an extension of the Morgan Park family. They're not just there to police. They're there to to counsel, to support. You know, I, you know, I see them talking to kids, you know, all the time. But Parker recognizes the shortcomings of police interactions in Black Chicago. When her house got broken into, she never heard back from the detective. She wants beat officers to get out of their cars. Still, Parker believes the department can be changed to better serve Black residents. We want to see change and healing in the police department. The police who patrol our neighborhoods need to look like us. They need to be culturally competent. They need to understand, you know, the issues that we're faced with. And if you have somebody that looks like you, who grew up like you, then I think you'll have a better job of trusting. A few miles northeast, Darlene Tribune has led Park Manor Neighbors Community Council for 32 years. She says she's seen police commanders come and go, good ones and bad ones. We voice our complaints and everything, and most times they would listen to the community because if they didn't, we would all, you know, gangbuster them in meetings. Residents exert pressure on police, often around patrolling and response times to actual crimes. Relationship building is key, she says. Tribute says the duality is many residents don't trust the police, yet they want to feel safe. Personally, some officers she trusts and others she doesn't. By being a senior community, they need to have help. And in some cases where they're being robbed or whatnot and somebody's breaking in their house and they're alone, they live alone. If they pick up that phone and call 911, they need help. I don't want to look at a time when we can't pick up and get police response for for a major issue. Activist Charlene Carruthers says all society has known is policing, so that seems like the only option for communities. And that's what residents like Tribute are used to. We also need more people at the table to help figure it out. And so I think that that's the invitation right now. We can't get there if we're stuck on we can't survive without the police. We actually have to get beyond that place and say, okay, What do the police actually do? They do stuff like uh, car accident reporting. We don't need the police to do that. We don't need the police to be the ones to direct traffic. We got people downtown every day who direct traffic without guns. There's so many fun, like things that the police are funded to do that we don't actually need them to do. And if, if that's where we need to start, I'm down to start there. Tribute is down too. Defund the police is still a foreign concept to her. When society opens up, and more in-person community meetings resume, she says she welcomes learning more and listening to organizers like Carruthers. Natalie Moore, WBEZ News.